0: Calm down. I I wasn't following your step-by-step procedures. That's
1: the reason why we end up being on here for hours on end is because there's a system. I have to follow a system.
0: That is the only system. I need a system in order not to talk as much. No, no, your system's broken, clearly. (laughs) You know why it's broken? It's because you break it. I break it because we would be here all night if I didn't break it.
1: Just go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into another episode of the Nap Bros Podcast, and we are bringing you reactions to week two in our Fantasy Football League. And so, without any further ado, we're just going to give you the rundown of what has been going on in the league, and give you guys some tips, some tricks, some things that we're, we're thinking, at least in relationship to our league, not necessarily your league, if you happen to just be somebody who's listening on the sideline. So if you have your own fantasy football league, maybe we'll give you some tips, but for the most part, we don't care. No, um, not yet. Anyway, um, Andrew, were you want to give the rundown of how the points went this week? Week two matchups. Back in the hot seat, come away
0: with a astounding victory. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I thought you were going to lose 110%, but whatever. Beating better than Scott, 130 to 94 I don't, I don't do the points. You know, I'm just rounding up or down.
1: Fine.
0: Uh, Scott's tots pulled out another loss to to, <laughs> to, to, to the biggest loser. Um, probably should have switched names, uh, but there's going to be a little bit of smack talk on this one. Uh, heartbeat. Let's see. He went another game, one two and zero oh now. Guess the Water Boys. Score was one eleven to seventy four. Seems like it's always a double digit versus a single digit or a triple digit. I say that and I look at the last one. That's not like that at all. <laughs> uh, take the bait and mean You're truly yeah. Shroot Farms uh, one hundred five to seventy seven. The mm-hmm. Marvel Universe blowout of the week one eighty nine to ninety nine. I don't think I've ever seen a score that. High. Honestly, honestly like, that's
1: crazy. There, there actually was actually a higher score, but I'll I'll, I'll get to that in a bit. Okay, fair enough. Uh, finally, let's ride ninety four point eight six to eighty five point
0: eight eight. They're playing a Leprechaun. So, four teams are now two and zero. Nope. Yep. Everybody. Four teams, teams are one and one.
1: one. Four teams are zero and two. So last year, London Silly Nannies, uh, Jesse's team. Started twenty twenty one pretty well, uh, not quite a tear, not 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 quite like what the Marvel Universe did this week. But they won the first two games, and then went on a ten game losing streak streak after that. So I would say, don't worry about LaMarvel. Marvel. Okay, don't don't worry about his team. Don't worry about Jacob's team. The thing is, is like it was just he just hit a lucky like a really lucky patch. Got four four guys thirty plus points. So don't forget about that. Just keep playing your people. Uh, also, last year, speaking of uh, Jacob, uh, his his team um, started with three losses and then came back to capture third place. So the season's not over after two weeks. Just just remember, try to shore up your weaknesses wherever you're weak. Uh, if you're weak at wide receiver, try and trade um, even even some of your decent running backs uh, away for or maybe like a decent tight end away for um, some some sure-up wide receivers and stuff like that, okay?
0: You want to give them the rundown of the standings? One through four in this order. Lamar, the Marvel universe is on top, followed by Heartbeat. Don't take the bait with number three. Let's rise number four. Of course, fifth goes to back in the hot seat. He's always burning. London <laughs> Sulemanis, Leprechaun's Biggest Loser The next four And then Followed by Better than Scott Who is better than Scott Because Scott is at 10th Which is <laughs> Believe it or not And then the Water Bulls And true <laughs> farms.
1: But yeah Better than Scott Congratulations You are At least this week Better than Start Scott Good job, Nathan uh, So So Biggest blowout um, this week. Actually, it's really interesting because oh, last week, up. yeah. Go, go ahead. ahead. That doesn't count.
0: Like that, that doesn't count as a blowout when someone doesn't even start
1: a team lineup. Okay. No, 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 We're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get into that. We're gonna trust me. The reason why I put that there is so that we can give crap. Uh, that's the main focus of why I put that there is because I was like, no, I'm gonna give we give Ryan some crap. But that's where we're gonna get into this. So, um. This week, the biggest blowout, uh, the Marvel universe, obviously Jacob's team, 189.02 points. Uh, I think, I think I did the research and I think it is the highest points that has ever happened in this league. I don't think there was anything that was, that has been higher. Um, he blew out London silly nannies who had a a pretty decent thing. Like Jesse had a pretty decent team just, um, but yeah, it was 99.88 points. Just not going to be enough. Um, it is the second largest difference. Now, here's the thing. So Ryan, last year you decided to bench your entire team, and you're probably the reason why Scott decided to change the main uh, the main way of doing things, where basically you get lower points, and so that way you can get or you get a get a lower lower rank, so you can get a higher pick. So I blame you. For that decision, I blame you for doing that. And I also blame you for doing something dumb that you shouldn't do in this league, okay? No one's got time for your garbage. Just because you suck at playing fantasy football doesn't mean you should bench your entire team. Just because you picked the wrong guys doesn't mean you should bench your entire team. Okay, man? Don't do it again. That being said, we're ignoring that as the largest (laughs) point differential, okay? We're just negating that. The largest point differential actually goes to London Silly Nannies versus Fourth Downers in our uh, 2019 season. It was 91.04 points. London Silly Nannies actually still holds the record for 91.04 point differential in season in, in the 2019 season. Now that being said, Patrick, one of uh, Scotts and my old buddies from from university, he was the one who was in charge of the team that got beaten. And after that season, he never came back. He didn't. Jo- he didn't rejoin the, the the league. So it was really, really interesting that that happened. So I don't. I don't blame London silly nannies, but maybe it was, maybe it was Jesse's team. So, so now Jesse. Jesse's Jesse's on the receiving end of the second, largest, difference. So he was on the on the uh, giving end. Uh, so he still got the deficit. number one point deficit. Yeah. 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 So he's he's in he's he's on the receiving end of that the largest deficit. Um, the closest win difference this week was uh, Let's Ride by Ryan uh, beating the Leprechauns, uh, ninety four point eight six to eighty five point eight eight. So almost a nine point difference. So it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't something that I can say barely eked it out. Like that's still a decent difference. I actually went in and I actually did the research to see how many useful points each of us left on the bench and also did the research to figure out if we had played those points, would it have helped out? Would there have been a chance to win if you lost? So me personally, uh, back in the hot seat, I'm starting with me only because like that's how it's laid out in Yahoo, and so that's where I start, is I just start kind of like seeing mine. So um, useful points. um, So I won against better than Scott, but the useful points uh, back in the hot seat, there was 17.7 points that I could have won from my wide receiver if I had switched out my wide receivers. Uh, Better than Scott had 1.7 points from his running back. If he had chosen the running back that's on his bench over the wide receiver he had started. Um, I'll, next, next week I'll probably get names. I'll get names and I'll swap, swap it out. That way you guys got it. It was just a late night last night. Now, had I kept all the points that I got, and better than Scott had actually switched out his, the, like gotten that extra 1.7 points, he still wouldn't have won. It. There's, there's, there's no way. Um, so unfortunately that there, would have been completely useless. Um, Scott's tots, Scott's tots left a grand total of 16.9 points on the bench, useful points on the bench, uh, 15.9 from his wide receiver and one point from his running back. Um, Biggest Loser is the only team that actually maxed out on points, and it's a good thing he did because if he hadn't, and if Scott Tots had actually put in the people that he that he that he should have, uh, or that, that that got him more points, he would have actually beaten the Biggest Loser eighty nine point one to eighty eight point four eight, so just barely, like by
0: point. And you know, while we're talking about poor Scott, I know. For me personally, someone who's drafted Brady in a couple of other leagues, you know, I, I, I feel like I feel like he's done. I mean, honestly, like he is no longer a viable option for fantasy. It seems like every week. I'm not saying he's not a winning team. I'm not saying they won't win every single game, but it seems like every single week it's just the bare minimum out of him. You know what I mean? It's not like where it used to be where, you know, he's destroying. Like I would say, I would say Brady used to be like Tua. This week, and now Brady's more like I don't know whoa, uh. <laughs> Justin Fields. He's just doing the bare minimum.
1: Mm. Uh, who would you pick up instead?
0: Who would I pick up? So Tom Brady? Yeah. Or to replace Tom Brady? Yeah,
1: right I now most I would. Of
0: my, most of my legs, i picked up wins.
1: Okay, okay, yep. Carson Wentz would be a good pickup if. But I think I think you've got Carson Wentz in our league, but like I'm trying to think That's what I'm saying like
0: most most of my leagues I did. Oh, who would who would I pick if I was Scott?
1: Yeah, if you were Scott. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, who's he as a backup? Does he he doesn't. A- he doesn't have a backup. He does not have a backup.
0: <clears throat> I mean, I would go honestly he could go with was Flacco and Goff. Mm. I've had great two past two weeks, but are kind of looking at a hard game this week, you know. I think Flacco's playing Philly. I think He's you know, got Cincinnati. Cincinnati. yeah yeah, they got Cincinnati.
1: He's but got yeah. Cincinnati, and Golf has Minnesota.
0: Yeah, and, and you know, it's like it's like okay, well, it's not a big blowout that happened there, you know. So yeah, you know, I, I honestly, if I was him, i go for Golf. You know, you okay. as far as far between the two of them because Cincinnati. I feel like still kind of a force to be reckoned with, it. and it's the Jets. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, when it's all said and done, it's the Jets. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. Yeah. going into heartbeat, heartbeat uh, left four points from his tight end on the bench. Uh, heartbeat, I don't know why you've got two tight ends, but. It's your choice. Um, and then Waterboys actually left a grand total of twenty five point three eight points on the bench, ten um, point eight from his quarterback, seven point eight from his wide receiver, and six point seven from his running back. So, so uh, Waterboys, you got to step it up as far as that goes. However, nevertheless, if you had put in, if Waterboys had put in all of the correct people, he still wouldn't have won. So, Waterboys, you definitely got to get some get some trades done. Um, just, just in order to, to get better. And we'll talk about what, what you need and stuff like that. Um, Shoot Farms. I, Go
0: ahead. I was going to say, uh, back to heartbeat, you know, I dropped Amari Cooper. He picked him up. Amari Cooper went for 100 yards and one touchdown. So bravo to you for picking him
1: up. Yep, yep. Um, all right, uh, Shoot Farms. Shoot Farms, actually, I think he left the most – Useful points, yeah. He left the most useful points on his bench, forty point six. So obviously, so Shrew Farms, if I'm not mistaken, has uh, Tua Tagovailoa, and Tua scored twenty <laughs> two point five points more than um, who did he? Who did he start? He started uh, not Mahomes, somebody. Aaron, Rogers. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron yeah, Rodgers, yeah, yeah. He started Aaron Rodgers, and so which again, I would have started Aaron Rodgers over Tua for sure, but it came back to bite him in the butt. Um and he also left 18.1 points in his wide receiver position. Uh so 40.6 total. Uh you um left 19.8 points, useful points on the bench. Uh one was 12.7 for one of your wide receivers over one of your running backs. And then like all of this is in your flex position. Uh and then there was seven point one. Well, so I guess you could have said. 12.7 for a wide receiver and 7.1. Actually, there were two wide receivers you left and you put two running backs in. If you'd have put the wide receivers in, you would have gotten 19.8 points. Now, if Stroot Farms had maxed out and you hadn't, he would have beaten you. If, if he had maxed out all of his people, like gotten all of the points, then then he would have beaten you. Not not soundly, but at least a bit. Um. London silly nannies. He left uh, 5.6 points total. Uh, he had a wide receiver on his bench that could have been in place of a running back. And so uh, that that ended up... That that wouldn't have mattered, actually, to be honest. Because he went up against the Marvel Universe, who actually did not max out. Um, he had actually... He left 4.9 points on his bench. Um, and he, he wouldn't have gotten to 200, so that's okay. He would have gotten to 193, but... There's no way that London Silly Nannies could have prevented what from, you know, what happened from happening. Uh, and at last, um, let Ride left 3.6 points on his bench uh, and the Leprechauns left 7.1 points on their bench. It wouldn't have made any difference uh, if, if Leprechauns had started uh, the people he needed to, he would have still lost to Less Ride. Um, so you want to take, take away uh, who surprised you? Who surprised me in a good way? I
0: don't mean, I'll say for me personally, I mean, I didn't think Bateman would be good two weeks in a row. Um, not to mention my pickup for Duvernay. You know, even though it's a a double double team for well, you know, it's Lamar and that he had a blowout. I was kind of kinda like waddle too for Miami. It's like God, what are they going to do next week? You know. <laughs> Do I put him in? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I hate the fact that I was playing Almond Raw in another league and he had about 70 points in that other league. It just destroyed me. So basically how how, how LaMarvel's team uh, uh, played out was how this other league I'm in. I was going up against a guy that was kind of like the same thing. He just had <laughs> a blowout of a season. He had 220 points, and I had, like, 112. I was like, man, can we talk about the Tennessee Titans? Just Derrick Henry, white gloves were off on the sideline. I got that text, and I'm over here down by, like, 60 points. I'm like, you know, if anybody could do it, Derrick Henry could do it, right? Apparently not. I don't know about 60 I mean, points. I mean, if he got in this league, if he got 100 yards and a touchdown, he would at least got you know, 35, 40 points. Huh. So two touchdowns and who knows, a couple, a, couple, a
1: couple hundred yards maybe. I am not at all surprised that they got blown out of the water against the Bills. Because I watched how the Bills played against the Rams. And when I saw that the, um, the Titans had to play against them on Monday night, I was like, I was surprised they kept it as close as they did for the first quarter or maybe even like the first half. I think it was like 17-7 in the first half. And then it was like gloves were off, no holds barred. Everything was just Buffalo Bills, Buffalo Bills, Buffalo Bills. And I was like I – like, I knew it going into it. I mean, like Traylon Burks isn't where he needs to be in order to get the offense or the defense to get out of the box. And so it's very easy. And when you have a defense – that is as good as the Buffalo Bills. That's the thing. The Buffalo Bills, when they were playing against the Rams, and I watched this, they never sent more than four guys to go and get Stafford. And they sacked him like three or four times. They never sent anybody more than those four guys. Everybody else was out in coverage. And I'm just like, that is insane at how, good, how good the Buffalo Bills are. Like, I don't want to say that they are going to the Super Bowl, but it's really difficult, like, Catch me in two or three weeks, and then I'll I'll definitively say yes, they are going to this Super Bowl. Just they just look astounding. People who surprised me in a good way, um, Tua Tugavaloa. Like I never would have thought that he would be able to support a wide receiver. Like I would have never guessed that that Tyreek and, and, and Jalen would have would have been able to get a lot of points uh, from Tua's performance, and especially especially against Baltimore, but. What I'm thinking is is apparently Baltimore's secondary is just shot, just gone, just done with. Uh, so there were he had thirty he had 50 attempts, he had 36 completions, 469 yards, six touchdowns and two interceptions. Now, if you go back and you watch that game, like I specifically went back because I wanted to see what on earth happened. Baltimore had the win all the way up until the fourth quarter. And then in the fourth quarter, it was just like a blowout. It was like literally, I don't know what the Miami Dolphins are feeding their, their people at halftime or at the, the the break for third quarter, but it was just insane. It was just gone. And I was just like, wow. Uh, Amon Ross, St. Brown, same thing Um, against Washington at 34.9 points. So he rushed for 68 yards. He, ha- he caught nine of his 12 uh, targets for 116 yards and two touchdowns. The guy's just good. I mean, he is great. Who surprised me in a bad way? Uh, Matt Ryan and the Indianapolis. Can we talk about the Indianapolis Colts? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You want to talk about the Titans. The Titans got destroyed by a really good team. The Colts got destroyed by a really bad team. Okay, Jacksonville is not that good of a team. Jacksonville is like worthless. Now, if the Titans lose to Jacksonville, then I'll be like, apparently the Titans are worthless as well. But, I mean, that was that was insane. I mean, him and Jonathan Taylor, Matt Ryan and Jonathan Taylor, Matt Ryan hasn't been good at all for the past two weeks. And terrible. And I expected a lot more out of him. Jonathan Taylor, same thing. Like, I expected a lot of it. Part of the thing is I haven't watched the game, but I heard people talking about it. Uh, I heard the footballers talking about it. Basically, he wasn't used. It was like he just wasn't given the ball. He got one target and one reception out of that, and that's it. That's all he got. So so that's part of the reason why he just didn't do you any good in this league. Uh, Justin Jefferson, first off, can we talk about Philadelphia and how good they look? Like, to be able to go against Minnesota and stop Justin Jefferson, keep him to 48 yards, only six receptions, and a, and zero touchdowns? Amazing. Also, can we just state the obvious? Tight ends freaking suck. Okay, now not for me because I have Mark Andrews, but Mark Andrews seems to be the only one who is worthy enough to have, you know, the um, points to be able to get points. Like it just.
0: I mean, I mean, if if Lamar doesn't go off for three hundred plus yards this past week in Miami, would he really even be mentionable? You know. It's not every day that Lamar's going to have a 300-plus yard game.
1: No, I, I understand that, but to sit there like, like Mark Andrews is it. Um, okay, waiver wires. Do you want to talk about waiver wires? Who <coughs> we're looking at? I
0: was, I was looking at your list, and I would agree with about everybody you have on there. Um, Of course, there's Noah Brown, Dallas. You know, he's been the number one receiver for them since Gallup is out, and Corey Davis the Jets. Let's talk about the Jets, uh, and you got, I think you got two Jets on there, right? You have him and Flacco, correct?
1: Do I have him and Flacco?
0: Yeah, you have Flacco down. No, you have Jimmy Grapplin. I know you don't have Flacco. Yeah, I have
1: Jimmy G. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So, uh, funny stories, like, you know, you have Corey Davis, you have uh, Garrett Wilson, you have uh, who's it? Moore. There you go. So you have those big three names over there in, in New York. And you're Like, wow, man. Like, why are they doing so well? Well, considering that I was I was listening to the podcast too. Flacco has had a hundred and two attempts. You know, like he's thrown the ball hundred and two times, uh, both games. You know, his first game where they they lost twenty four to nine through. For three hundred yards and a touchdown. This last game, it threw for three hundred yards and four touchdowns. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's there one hundred ten percent. It's just, yeah, you know, for whatever reason they couldn't c- close the gap. The first game, it like it's funny because they were comparing him to Chicago's quarterback, who's thrown for twenty eight attempts in the entire two games.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, Dorch, I don't know why. Uh, back in the hot seats, picked them up and then dropped them. Worst decision
1: ever. No, I mean, let's talk about your Amari Cooper anyway. Um, I agree. It was. Cool. I I, I explained I explained it to you, and I'll explain it to to the to the league. Gabe Davis was questionable. He was on Monday night. There wasn't. He was he was a surprise add to the questionable list on uh, Saturday, and I found this out early Monday morning. I think it was, or maybe it was late Monday Monday yes I should have picked him up because what I what I ended up doing is I ended up my, my technique was I ended up uh, benching him um, and making sure that Devonta Smith and uh, Alan Lazard were in there and I think I think that was the reason is because I think Alan Lazard was also questionable for Sunday night and so when that happened I was like you know what I need to I need to make sure that I've got some kind of insurance in that game on Monday to be safe. But what I ended up doing is I just – what I should have done is kept Dorch. That would have been a smart thing to do. Oh, well. Um, Somebody else can have him if if you guys want. Uh, But if I would have kept Dorch, then I would have have been able to – I still would have been able to do what I did because I still had Lazard. I still had um, Devonta Smith. And so with those guys, I would have been able to do exactly what I did anyway and just put Gabe Davis on my bench and I wouldn't have had to pick up Rashad Perryman. Or, no, was it? No, uh, James Crowder. I think it's who I picked up. I picked up Crowder.
0: So moving on from that, I was just joking. But Darrell Williams, you know, is he really a viable option? If James Connor comes back, not as much. Definitely pick him up. If you have Connor. you need an extra little running back just in case he does play. Mm-hmm, yeah. uh, Jimmy, you know, he's had how many seasons in the NFL? And he has never really – Man to that much, but you know, who knows? I've seen crazier things. You know, might be his comeback season.
1: I mean, I mean, the thing is, is like he's he's a stable force. He's not. De- he's definitely, he maybe maybe more streamable. Like if he's got a good matchup, possibly, but he's definitely. I would like start
0: him, him over Tom Brady this week for sure.
1: Okay, I would start him over Justin Fields this week.
0: Absolutely. I, I mean. One hundred percent. Which so stand over Jalen Hurts?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> definitely not. You could go. You could go with Joe Flacco. You could go with. Um, you could go with uh Jared Goff. Jared Goff. Uh, yep. You go with those guys and and pick them up. Um. So possible trade candidates. So I, I'm still keeping these out there. Uh. For running backs. Oh, another another running back that I am actually trying to make a shot for is uh, the backup to Jeff Wilson because um, Elijah Mitchell is going to be out for a while. Their uh, third string guy uh, is out, so they're um, bringing in an undrafted kid that they that they kept on their team. Uh, his name is um, Jordan Mason. that's what it is. So I'm making a shot on Jordan Mason to see if I could get him. Um, but uh, I'm also trying to trade for Jeff Wilson. Actually, I tried. I tried to trade Scott for DeAndre Swift and give him uh, Gabe Davis. Because, um, and we'll we'll talk about what what everybody needs here in a little bit. But I think he needs wide receivers. But he was like, I need Gabe Davis and somebody else. I'm like, uh, I don't really feel. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll see if I. He was like, I'll, I'll take Gabe Davis and Javonta Williams, and I was like. Maybe Gabe Davis and, like, Naheem Hines or something like that. <laughs> you know. Um, but I don't know. Maybe I could get Jeff Wilson for Gabe Davis. Maybe maybe I could give that a shot and see what happens. Um, Jeff Wilson I'm still looking at. Damian Pierce I'm still looking at. Um, even Alvin Kamara, uh, especially especially with what happened, um, like, the first week, second week he's out. So I might actually try and get him. I am out completely on, on Zeke. Um just I'm not even remotely interested in him. Um, whoever's got him, if you can, if you're listening to this and nobody else on our in our fantasy league is listening to this, I would try and trade him on name alone and just get rid of him because I like Tony Pollard is doing so much better than him. My um, go for Melvin Gordon, I won't personally, but but I think Melvin Gordon could be a good pickup. Um, I am going to try and get David Montgomery as well. Um, and even like Chase Edmonds, actually, Chase Edmonds might be uh, a bit of an anomaly. Actually, I, actually, I know I probably won't. The problem with Chase Edmonds is he's got a Raheem Mostert issue. Chase Edmonds would be a really good like backup, just when it's more than likely Raheem Mostert goes out. Like that's that's my personal opinion on that. Uh, I'm also going to take a shot on Dalvin Cook because Dalvin Cook has not been producing. Now I'm not saying I'm not saying like I'm going to go and and see like if I can get Dalvin Cook for. Um, Naeem Hines or something like that. I'm actually gonna like try and see if I could trade for Dalvin Cook. Um, see if I could get get him um, in both leagues. Um, aim for, for getting him. Um, wide receivers. Uh, I'm gonna try and see if I can get Keenan Allen. because um, he's just he's normally like a really good wide receiver to get. Uh, might also aim for DK Metcalf. Uh, still debating on that one. I may try and go for one of the one of the rookie wide receivers. Some of the ones that are that are more popular, like um, Chris Olave, uh, may even try and trade you for Traylon Burks, because uh, I think Traylon, I think Traylon's got a got got good upside um, coming down the line. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that, I don't
0: know that I'm looking at trades. You know, like even though people have asked me to trade, I think I've been asked twice to trade Traylon Burks and somebody else and. I guess I suppose they have a nice wide receiver for, you know, like, I mean, mean, nobody's making a trade that's even. You know, they're always trying to get one up on you. It feels like it's like, you know, like, like, I know for a fact you ain't going to give me what I want. That makes me feel a lot better about it. But, I mean, a one-for-one trade, it is what it is. I mean.
1: Who would you want Traylon Burks for? Oh, who would I want for Traylon Burks? Yeah, um,
0: <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, like, like I don't even know. Why I'm sitting on him. I'd drop him, but I'm sure everybody would try and pick him up. Let's see, my team. Uh, you would drop Traylon Burks. I would. I would, I would probably trade him for <laughs> a quarterback. <laughs> 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 so but, let it be known that if you have a decent quarterback that's better than Carson Wentz and and we're okay. Let me let me make this clear. This year, better than Carson Wentz and Justin Fields, I'll be up for it. <laughs> Don't come at me with Matt Ryan. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, but the thing is, like, so no one's gonna give you a decent quarterback. Like, I would never trade Josh Allen for Traylon Burks straight up. Like I would, uh, I would, I would trade Josh Allen for Traylon Burks, Jonathan Taylor, and that's probably like that would probably be enough for me to cinch it. Huh? Yeah, you went Taylor and Traylon Burks for for, for your Josh Allen for for like the best quarterback in the league. Yeah, man. Because the thing is, like you're not going to get it. You're like. Your decent quarterback for Traylon Burks is probably going to be like a Joe Flacco type. So, so explain this
0: to me. Explain this to me. Sure. Y- your thought process on this is I give up the number two draft pick overall for a fourth round pick, but why wouldn't I pick up Josh Allen in the first round anyways? Like, remember that, that whole conversation we had? You're like, I wouldn't pick up a quarterback to the fifth or sixth round. So why are you trying to – Trade your first round pick for a fourth or fifth oh, round I don't, pick. Oh, I don't have Josh Allen. I don't
1: know why I'm talking like I have
0: Josh Allen. I don't either. You're talking, you have Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts, who you barely picked
1: up by accident. <laughs> but I'm just, I'm, 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 so because, like, yes, but, but what, what you fail to realize, and I think what Scott fails to realize, and what everybody else fails to realize, draft capital doesn't mean squat two weeks into the season. Draft capital happens at the draft. After the draft, first week, second week, third week, draft capital doesn't matter at all. Doesn't doesn't even exist. Like that's, that's the mindset you've got to get into because you're going to have those guys who do terribly, who happen to be on a, a terrible offense or the offense didn't do as well or they've gone up against the buzzsaw of great defenses as where you have those guys who seem to be doing phenomenally, like Tua Tagovailoa. Or Jalen Waddell. You know, Jalen Waddell and Tyreek Hill could be on the precipice of being the one and two wide receivers. Who was drafted first? Cooper Cup. Who was drafted second? Justin Jefferson. What do Cooper Cup and Justin Jefferson look like now? Are they first and second? No, oh, of course not. But draft capital doesn't mean squat once week one goes into the books. Like it doesn't matter what the draft capital was. What does matter is what you project. How your how how those guys are playing like that's what matters. And so, for instance, you're wanting to give me Traylon Burks, who hasn't proved himself at all. I may think that he's worthy. I may think that he's a good wide receiver eventually. But you just want me to give like let's say you want me to give Jalen Hurts. Let's say Jalen Hurts would be probably the one that you would want. Jalen Hurts or maybe lower, okay? Because you're not getting. I guarantee you're not getting Lamar. I guarantee you're not getting Josh. So let's say Tr- Jalen Hurts, who is the number three quarterback in the season right now. So let's say I take Jalen Hurts. You're going to give me Traylon Burks for Tr- Jalen Hurts, and you're going to say, "Well, you got Jalen Hurts in the fourth <coughs> round or the fifth round or whatever round I got him in on accident, and I got Traylon Burks in the third round. Doesn't matter. I don't care. Like that's 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 the that's the that's one of the things Stiers that I think our lead." Arlene- I-
0: let, let me let me understand you correctly. You're mm-hmm. saying because Jalen Hurts is currently number three in the league, that he's worth more, like let's say a
1: Jonathan Taylor Taylor trade, right? I wouldn't say so. I would I wouldn't give you Jalen Hurts. I would say Josh Allen for Jonathan Taylor and Traylon Burks. Absolutely. Jalen Hurts, no. I wouldn't say Jalen Hurts would be worth. So so, that.
0: so Carson Wentz is five points below
1: that. you trading him too. It's, it, but it's also in relationship to like Carson Wentz's. But see, that's the thing. Carson Wentz's history, like he's done really well over two weeks. But again, like we've seen, you can have two great weeks and then fall off, right? But the the consistency of a Josh Allen, the consistency of a Lamar Jackson, the consistency of a Jalen Hurts, the consistency of a Tom Brady, even or a Justin Herbert. These these are the things that we're looking at versus the consistency ugh, the consistency of Carson Wentz.
0: For me, for me personally, honestly, I, I need I need a QB in like every single one of my leagues. Worth that's arm. oh,
1: that's that's the other thing that I was pointing out. That, that, that's the other reason why I was bringing that up. Like for instance, um, so let's take Scott for instance, or right, well, 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 I'm going to take Waterboys because Waterboys is in dire need of running backs. Waterboys has Devin Singletary who is on a great offense, but not a running back friendly offense. He's got Damian Harris, who's okay. He's got JD McKissick, who, meh, right? So he doesn't, those are his three number, top three running backs. He needs running backs. Now, if I were to send him, say a Christian McCaffrey, I would expect to get great return. I would expect to get a good, great quarterback, or I would expect to get – actually, not for me. Probably not for me. Actually, the only thing that he could give me would be some of his running back, like a running back, like maybe Harris, and a great wide receiver, a phenomenal wide receiver in order to get Christian McCaffrey. Devonta Williams, who I have. I could trade him Devonta Williams. I would also expect maybe not Harris, maybe not Harris in a wide receiver, but maybe like McKissick in a wide receiver. Um, but a great wide receiver nevertheless, right? Those kind of things. Um, Cody's team, True Farms, he needs a tight end and he needs wide receiver. But if he's not willing to trade, like, because the thing is like, you need a quarterback. The only way you can remain uh, not valuable. What is it? What's the word? The only way you can remain, uh, not consistent, uh, relevant. That's the word I'm looking for. The only way you can remain relevant in the league is if you get a better quarterback. That means you've got to give up a decent piece of your thing. No one's going to take Traylon Burks to give you a decent quarterback. But if you package it with maybe James Conner and Traylon Burks, you can get an okay quarterback because James Conner is, is injured. And you've got to think about it too. Like everybody looks at how have they done this year so far? Are they injured now? They don't really pay attention to the consistency of it. They do kind of pay – sometimes they do, but for the most part, they're like, what are they doing for me now, right? Justin Jefferson right now at the beginning of the year, you could have gone out and gotten like so much for Justin Jefferson. You could have put Justin Jefferson out there on the trading block. You could have gotten a great quarterback and probably an okay wide receiver, a great quarterback and an okay running back. Right? could have gotten those for Justin Jefferson. But right now, looking at the points that Jefferson's, Justin Jefferson has, you're not going to get those. No one's going to want those because Justin Jefferson did great in the first week and did terrible in the second week. And this is supposed to be a guy who's great all year long. And so kind of thinking about that. Amon Ross St. Brown. Amon Ross was like, what, a, a sixth-round pick, a fifth-round pick? Maybe a fourth-round pick? Now Amon Ross, because of last week, And because of the week before, looks like a top five wide receiver. And so now you can take Amon Ra. Amon Ra wasn't drafted in the first, like one of the first five wide receivers. But now you can take Amon Ra. You can send him out and say, hey, I'm going to give you Amon Ra if you give me Dalvin Cook. Give me Dalvin Cook, I'll give you Amon Ra. I bet you. Like, like right now, they're kind of in the same. And now, most people would say, hey, but I drafted Dalvin Cook in the first round, and you drafted Amon Raul's same round in the fifth round. doesn't matter anymore because Amon Ra's doing better. But if everybody holds on to what the draft price was, like you, like Scott, like anybody else in our league, if you hold on to the draft price, the problem then becomes other people who are willing to make trades are, are going to do better. Other people who are willing to, to to cut bait when they need to cut bait, like cut cut out whoever they need to cut out.
0: I don't agree with you, Alan Kamara. I probably wouldn't trade for him or Chase Edmonds.
1: Uh, who? But I what I'm agree. what I'm saying is like so. So you you need you need a quarterback, right? Yeah. And in order to be relevant in this league, you've got to have a decent quarterback. Trust me. I know. I I, I waited too long for two years to get a quarterback. Um, and so what ended up happening is it ended up screwing me uh, in the end. And so, but also I wasn't willing to part ways with a decent wide receiver or a decent running back in order to get a quarterback. And so I never tried it. Well, part of the reason, so that, that, that ends up meaning I'm not, I'm not doing well. And so I need to be willing to part ways with some decent guys in order to get a decent guy. And so, if you want a good, if you want a good quarterback, you got to be willing to part ways with some wide receivers, even wide receivers that are doing you well, or you need to be willing to part with some running backs that are doing you well. I'm not necessarily saying like you should give me J- Jonathan Taylor for Jalen Hurts. That's one of the things. Is like most people, like most of most of our league mates, they're like, "Well, I'm going to trade this guy and get this other guy." It's like, guys, the draft doesn't mean anything anymore. You need help badly. For you know whatever it happens to be, and but you're you're not willing to to give up a valuable asset in order to get two good assets. It's mm-hmm. like, well, I'm going to keep this guy. This guy's really good for me. It's like, okay, but then you're just going to be irrelevant. So, and that's one of the things. It's like, like i I like I picked up a um, Curtis Samuel, right? he's been good for me. Now, most people look at Curtis Samuel and they're like, well, nobody picked him up in the draft. Nobody wanted him in the draft. Now all of a sudden he's supposed to be worth something. Yes, he is worth something now because he's actually getting points. But if you look at him, you're like, well, nobody drafted him, so I'm not going to give you any of my good guys for your Curtis Samuel. Listen, you need a wide receiver? I happen to have plenty of wide receivers.
0: Also, you know, you know honestly, like, I'm
1: opposed
0: not, not, not to making a trade this season for a, you know, first-round draft pick next season. You know what I mean?
1: I mean, it's just different. I mean, it's not you can't really do it unless you're like in a dynasty league or a keeper league. It was very difficult to 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 do that because because we like, yeah, sure, yeah, I'll give you a sure, yeah, no problem. But then, like, okay, bye. <laughs> Not this league for this year. Like I would be cool with doing a keeper or 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 a uh, a dynasty, especially if we continue keeping the guys who who are here now. Uh, let us know. Actually, I'm kind of curious for for everybody who's listening for all for all of our, all of our league mates. Let us know. Would you be interested in a keeper league or a dynasty league? If yes, great. If not, why not? Like I'm just curious because I just I just want to know. Like I would love to have a keeper. Or a dynasty, like like one of those two. Um, but I'm curious what 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 you guys would think and, and why you would want, why you wouldn't want to do that if you don't want to do that.
0: Um, also, yeah. Also, we could also have a coup, you know, just uh, throw
1: the the commission. Overthrow. Oh, <laughs> uh, we need to stop paying him money. Is what we need to do. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I That's like good. it. I like it. So. Alright. All those th- all
0: those in favor for for a bloodless coup. It's a revolution.
1: <laughs> a bloodless coup coup?
0: Coup, yeah.
1: Yeah, b- bloodless coup. I'd be okay with a blood bloody coup. That'd be fine. No. <laughs> Scott, we're coming for you. No. Uh anyway. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for watching. Uh we appreciate your attention. This is just our podcast about uh, our fantasy football league. Um, this is mostly for our fantasy football league mates, but uh, if you're watching this, and great, we appreciate it. Um, we will be back. I'm gonna try and see if I can cut this down next time to where I could do 30 minutes with Andrew, and then about fantasy, and then 30 minutes about real stuff. That's no longer fantasy. Uh, but yeah, that's about it. Um, thanks for your attention. If you are listening on your favorite podcasting app, click that subscribe button. Uh, Leave us a comment. Uh, Do you like Keeper Leagues? Do you like Dynasty Leagues? Do you prefer Redraft Leagues? Um, If you're watching on YouTube, click the subscribe button. Click that like button. Uh, Click the bell. That way you can be notified. And then uh, also leave us a comment below and let us know what is better, Redraft, Dynasty, or Keeper. And maybe if you uh, post enough, we can get enough people to agree with us and we can send it to our commissioner and get him to change the league.
0: And, and he. if he doesn't agree, revolution.
1: And if he doesn't agree, revolution! I'm Nick.
0: The revolution. I'm Andrew.
1: And as always,
0: <laughs> you have an open invitation to our conversation.
1: Beautiful baby!